0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
2: We only
1: have 18 seconds left here in the period. Wilson on a cross to Ovechkin, and he missed the net. As he came streaking into the left circle. Carlson low, and Ovechkin scores!
2: 8-23, his first of the season, a tap in and the Capitals are on the board. It's four to one. Uh, John Walton last night on the Caps Radio Network Odyssey and one hundred six seven, the fan at Capital One Arena, and it was his three hundred power play goal. That's a bad man. in the NHL for Alex Ovechkin, who earlier in the night had missed on a penalty shot. And even though the Caps lose, that's the news. 823 and Alex Ovechkin's goal last night. And every goal on his pursuit of history is presented by our friends at Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com. That's mstreetbank.com for more information. Again, 300, 300. Of eight twenty three, from the on office. the power play
3: is that is that the office?
2: Well, well, that wasn't technically the office because it was on the it was the right office. Okay, usually the right office. The He's off- got multiple cubicles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually the office is. It was actually pretty funny for the first time. <laughs>
3: wow. No, Grant Paulson got me hip to what the office was.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, oh the
3: the show. Oh, no, that's one of my, it's, you don't like, is that what that was about? You don't like the show, The Office? Uh, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> you I mean, know who I, you would be on The Office? Who? Oh,
2: the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, no. the bald guy. No, with, you're
3: not, no, you're damn sure not uh, Kevin. You're not yeah. Kevin.
2: You don't think I would be Kevin? No, you are. Frumpy, kind of old, balding, although I'm not he, balding. Who, who is, he's not Kevin.
3: Mm-hmm. You're like Toby Flenderson. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know Toby Flenderson. Shut up, Toby. Ha! <laughs> Here's no, Toby is like the most hated person in the show.
2: Okay. So I don't know He's that He's HR. Guy. He's HR. Oh, see, so I don't know him. Yeah. So I, wait, wait a second. You You're said Toby would be the Toby Flenderson,
3: ho- No, wait. The hatest man? Uh, the, well, no, I'd the probably ha- be, the orange man would probably yeah. be Toby Flenderson. Okay. <laughs>
2: Here, Toby here's Flunderson. what I know. I wish I was taking video during the top of the hour because Linnell oh, was trying his very best. <laughs> I mean, to be Nick Gates. I was Nick Gates in August. And, wasn't getting run over and ambushed. No, that's Nick Gates' currently, And, and giving up sack after sack after sack. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I love Nick Gates. He was so awesome to my son. I just got to point that out. I, but I have a job to do, and I have to reasonably criticize, okay? But Linnell was, Matt, you didn't see this. I wish I could have taken the video. I wish I would have. He was firing off the snap, right, and shooting out of his <clears throat> stance and trying to climb to the second level. Too fast. So fast that every snap was like, it. we're in Washington, D.C. Every snap wound up in like Virginia Beach. La Plata. Oh my God. It was, it was like, if I, again, if I could recreate it, and we're going to try, it was unbelievable. You talk about doing your job. Linnell was doing a bad job. That's what he was doing. Look. Look, Chris. Somehow, <clears throat> some way I am I, I will he say he made this the commander center position look stable. I <laughs> I will
3: say this aloud, <clears throat> and I, I can stand on this. Outside of Brian Mitchell. Uh-huh. And maybe Anthony Haney. Uh uh-huh. I'm the best football player in this office. And I would even say Wait, in terms you- of my impact on my position. Are you trashing Doc Walker? Hmm, you picked him up on that, didn't you? Hmm. Hello, Doc. I know he's listening out there somewhere. Wait, he's filming for... Wait,
2: wait. DOC D- is is, is, D- is on, spe- he's on special assignment right now. He is Are we I allowed say. to say what he's doing or uh, no? Well,
3: it's DOC, so you'll find out anyway. But it's all okay. Right. We'll, we'll keep it behind closed D- doors.
2: DOC's on O-C. special assignment. He's on special I'll assignment. I'll let him talk about it tomorrow if just he Just being as famous so. as he is. But basically, I, I just want to be clear. After you just somehow made the commander center position look like uh, Nick Gates looking like he's <clears> Dermani, Dermani Dawson in his prime. Do you know who Dermani Dawson is? No. Oh,
3: my God. Casey Robach? Oh, my God. Uh, Corey Lichtensteiger
2: in the neck. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Lord help me.
3: I actually was interested anyway. in discussing <clears throat> some more puck. Yeah. So when we talk about the current state of the Washington Capitals, Chris, and obviously you're a lot more knowledgeable, not mm-hmm. that much more knowledgeable than me on the cap. Uh, of course not. Of course not. <clears throat> when you when you look at their current state.
2: I mean you're a puckhead if anybody uh, is. Is
3: there cuz I'm a part of mm-hmm. the the group that Rocks the Red. Is right. there a sense of frustration yes. with the current front office for not blowing this thing up?
2: Um well, because after you uh, fail
3: to make the playoffs for the first time in forever, I understand you want to keep and field a competitive roster right. because you have Alex Ovechkin who is chasing history and you want to you want to respect him. Mhm. But, man, when when you've had yeah. sustained excellence the, the way that they have. Here's
2: the reason why it's not as simple as doing what us loudmouths in the media mm-hmm. want to always think and say. Yes. You know, I pointed out earlier when you were saying, oh, you know, if you're Josh Harris, you got to have your person in uh, Slow down. Not as easy. Slow down. Some people actually do like to evaluate for themselves. Correct. Okay? Mm. So the same thing, essentially, with Brian McClellan. Now. Brian McClellan won a Super Bowl, Bowl, a Stanley Cup, just five years ago. It was a long five years ago, but it was just five years ago. And they made the playoffs every year other than last year. Last year, I can largely attribute, not solely and exclusively, but I can largely attribute it to injuries. Uh, Tom Wilson missed, and Nicholas Backstrom missed more than half the year. Backstrom was, was not right when he came back. I thought they rushed him back too early, what have you. He was never quite right. John Carlson missed three months. Uh, I can go on and on and on down the list. Uh, Carl Haglin, Carl Haglin missed the entire year. Connor Brown missed uh, the entire. Year. I, I mean, like I can go down and uh, on and on and on. Okay. The bottom line is, is I attribute most of last year not making the playoffs to mm-hmm. not poor construction, but poor luck. This year, I think they said clearly we need to keep up with the transitional speed of. New Jersey tonight, mm-hmm. Toronto last night, Ottawa last week. Who blitzkrieged them for six? The Flyers Florida. are coming. Florida, Tampa Bay, still. Uh, mm. You know the Rangers, the Buffalo Sabers, teams that can really, really skate with transition through the. Because that's zone. what hurt
3: them the last time Absolutely. they made the playoffs.
2: And this is mm. the this is the, the 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 kind of the crux of the issue is they are too top heavy. Much like the Commanders, right? If we talk about the Commanders being too top-heavy on the defensive line and whether you should pay, what well, yeah. they paid everybody: Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, uh, John Carlson's on the back end, but they paid people, okay? And then they did finally invest in goaltending mm-hmm. in Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren, and but Lindgren because they had, to be the way but because they had to pay those guys yeah. and because they had to do all of these multi, multi, multi-year extensions for Ovechkin, Backstrom, uh, Tom Wilson, just recently, so on and so forth, it doesn't. Leave Leave you with a lot of money under a hard cap to then find the right pieces and the right pieces that stay healthy and ones that can not only help you. And basically operate as front six forwards, even if they're on the back six, but also that can help you transitionally in defense.
3: Versatility is, yeah, what, exactly. is what you're really looking it's for really in roster hard construction. To, yeah,
2: it's really hard to find that right mix, right? So we talk about the commanders all the time. Well, I'm just giving you a little breakdown of the Caps. The Caps, I don't think they're wrong for how they've constructed the roster. I just think it's really hard in a hard salary cap league. Right. Now, the commanders, I think, have done some things by design, that I would take umbrage with, that they maybe shouldn't have done.
3: Do you give us okay?
2: <clears throat> yeah, here's the deal. They, there have been times where they have, instead of giving guys two or three year deals, that maybe you could. Low load on the front end and back load on the back end, mm-hmm. and then cut them after a year or whatever. They've chosen to go the one year, three and a half, four million dollar, five million dollar ish investment, which all counts against the cap. Right. And then they wonder, well, geez, why don't we have the money to spend right now? Last year, last off season. They went out and they bought Nick Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates and they gave them three-year contracts, right? right? Which is theoretically the right thing to do. <clears throat> the problem is, is right now, both of those guys are struggling, as we talked about, significantly. Mightily. Okay, again, they're not horrible players. They're not bad dudes. They're not trying to hurt the team. They're not playing well enough, and they're getting ambushed at the point of attack by better football players. But right now... Every investment that they've made, meaning the commanders, has come back to haunt them in some sort of way, okay? And, and and situations are different. Now, I would also say this for the Caps. The Caps invested in keeping Nicholas Backstrom, and he has not delivered the way- because of his hip. Now, hopefully he gets stronger and better and, and so on and so forth. They've obviously invested in Alex Ovechkin. You can't say anything wrong about that. Not at all. They've invested in John Carlson. John Carlson is one of the better offensive defensemen in the NHL. I'm sorry to say he's not a great defensive defenseman. He's just not. He's not a great two-way back-and-forth defensive is, is defenseman. The, he's just not.
3: My whole thing is with their decisions to extend some of these guys, it became like really evident that there's an injury track record with some of these dudes too.
2: Uh, Track record, I would say, is a little bit misleading it's, because okay. most of those guys happen to get hurt After the big contracts were signed. And their their other problem here is now that we're in, what, year six of T.J. Oshie's contract, and everyone knew when they acquired T.J. Oshie and when they did the contract that they were going to struggle to keep up with the Joneses in the back end of T.J.'s contract. The other thing that has killed them, and the most significant thing that has killed them, is that they did reinvest after the Stanley Cup in Evgeny Kuznetsov and Kuznetsov has never quite been the same player as he was since 2018. So, I mean, there's been spurts, there's been good of Geny, there's been bad of Geny. There hasn't been enough good, Evgeny, to justify what they spent and what they invested and what they thought they had. And also, by the way, what they refused to trade because there's been plenty of time and opportunity to trade, but they haven't gotten what they wanted because teams are trying to take advantage. And I do understand that. And it's sort of similar. Again, I keep going back to the commanders. It's sort of similar with the commanders. We started this show talking about trade Chase Young, trade Montez Sweat, trade this guy, trade Kendall Fuller, what have you. I don't think they're going to trade any of them because I think the commanders are going to ultimately look around and go, well, we couldn't get the value that we wanted for any of these guys, so we're taking our chances. I think they're they're not self-aware enough of what they are and what they're not, and they're going to hold on to the mantra that they need to get the price that they determine is fair. And sometimes, guess what? Organizations determine values that they think are fair, and they're wrong. And and there's no greater example of it than when this organization, granted under different leadership, completely butchered and botched the Kirk Cousins situation ten thousand times to Sunday. I mean, organizations make mistakes, and then they have to pay for it. And the Capitals have made some mistakes, and they're paying for it to some degree. I don't think the season's over. It's four game, five games in for crying out loud. But I do think they're still they're going to struggle. As a youngish team, in some ways, trying to get that stability and that consistency that they need, especially on the back end, to keep up with these fast, quick, twitchy offenses. Uh, that's a long explanation, but that's the way I see it.
3: No, I, I think it's I think it's fair. the The thing that I was kind of hitting at is how how much does the dynamic internally impact their decision making in terms of moving on from guys and not trying not yeah. to do it prematurely.
2: I and I think that's a fair question. I, I would just say you're never going I you're gonna I'm not to, trying to just I trade think people, you're but gonna but have to eat too much of got of contracts like T J Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and still not get fair enough value in on return. On the back end. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what happens Nick, when you make Nick the back, move. you know yeah. I mean all all of John Carlson late. I mean you're you're going to have to eat too much of the contract to make it worth it. In the NFL you don't you don't have the same system set up as the NHL does. Right. Okay, but in the NFL you have to eat the dead cap money. So if somebody came and said, "Man, we'd really like Terry McLaurin today." Okay, I haven't looked at Terry's numbers, but Terry McLaurin would probably incur, being that he just did a contract extension at the beginning of last year, he'd probably incur a dead cap money of, I don't know, $40 million, somewhere in that range, against the commander's cap in order to trade him.
3: So I just pulled up. I'm, I'm looking at sport track. I'm going to go with over the cap, actually, okay. in terms of what his dead cap hit would be. Whew. Uh, so it'd be twenty nine point three million dollars if, if they, they traded moved, him like today. Yeah, if they traded him today. Okay. His dead cap hit would be. Well, no, I think if they did it today, forty million. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think if the they point. do it in twenty. If they do it in twenty four, it's twenty nine. Yeah. Twenty five is the first cuttable yeah. year. I don't the, think McLaurin right. will be a member of the and, Commanders in twenty twenty five.
2: Right, but but here's can the get here's the, the point. It, again, you could say everyone is available and, and, and nobody should be off-limits, but get that. realistically, Terry McCl- and he shouldn't be traded. Again, let me tell you this. I would only trade Montez Sweat and or Chase Young or both because I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to bring them back long term. And I'm not in the business of doing one year, $25 million deals when A, I only have one of those options, number one, meaning the franchise tag, and number two, I'm not sold that either one of them consistently (laughs) is worth $25 or $26 million per year on average under a long term deal so that then I can turn around and use that one. Year freezer tag holder, a uh, franchise tag holder freezer. Ta- where did I come? Freezer up
3: with that? tag. Franchise freezer tag bag. holder.
2: Franchise tag holder on the the guy that doesn't give the long term deal. The one or thing, get the long term deal. The one thing Does that I would sense? say
3: in terms of that particular decision mm-hmm. as to who I'm going to pay Montez or Chase. Chase is younger. Chase has more upside. Chase is the better player. Montez, I would be absolutely out on because he's been in the league for this long, and
2: he- it's just one year longer.
3: It's just one year longer. Yeah. You're right. And, and, played far more games.
2: And he doesn't have an injury history, a significant he's injury He's played is. far more games, yeah. though, is my
3: thing. I, well, I will because say was he was, Montez. Because
2: he doesn't have a significant injury history. Correct. I mean, he did miss that eight that, yeah, games jaw, with like COVID and the jaw.
3: COVID, jaw, family member right. passed. Right. And so he missed the back half right. of 2021.
2: But I wouldn't say Montez has a significant injury history. No, Chase I wouldn't does. either. I,
3: I wouldn't say either right. of them do. Right. I think Chase had one injury and people are well, harping on it.
2: But, but it took him a year and a half to come back Well, because
3: it. It. it was not your traditional ACL I understand that. Right? Um, we you can understand. get Dr. James Chow on here to I, break this down for <laughs> both of us.
2: Dr. David Chow.
3: James Chow. You're is, thinking
2: about James Andrews and David Chow. Well, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking
3: of James Chow from The Hangover.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm Chow. I, I, I'm, I'm actually thinking of, like, our jobs.
1: I, yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> My thing with Chase... <laughs> And this is gonna—he, I think Chase Young, realistically speaking, uh-huh. is far and away the most valuable asset that Washington has. Would we? Are you gonna? Does anyone disagree with that?
2: Th- that he's—he's
3: he's the most valuable. It, if, if other teams were looking at this roster,
2: you're talking about Chase Young being the most valuable asset that they have.
3: I think so. Yes, I would in say in terms of age, financial flexibility, and all of that.
2: I would say right now. Yes. But six games ago, there were significant questions.
3: For those who don't know how to evaluate talent, but I do, so I didn't have any questions.
2: There were significant <laughs> I'm being, I'm, questions. I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm being facetious, obviously. I'm joking. I'm guys. just
2: saying. There were significant questions. No,
3: I get that because of the injury, but I, if you've watched football the past well, because seven of weeks, other
2: things too. Well, I mean, I'm just saying.
3: Those it, other things don't seem to be mattering too much now.
2: No, huh? but you know what I need you to do? This Sunday against Jordan Miyazaki. Now, he did good against him in Philadelphia. Yeah, he did. Okay. I need you to kick everyone's ass and be a cyborg. This Sunday against a good offensive line, a really good offensive line, and a really good defense. Didn't chase out a sack of Jalen Hurts. Again. And almost I, had two. Again. Yes. I, I just said okay. I need you to be a cyborg because this team desperately, desperately needs this defensive line to ambush people. Yes. And not just Chase. I'm talking about Chase Montez John and Daron Payne Because yes. not all of those guys were were really there against Philadelphia no. in the overtime loss. This Sunday, I need it all. I need it all. It's one thing to do it against the Bears, one thing to do it against uh the, the you know backup retired left guard uh in Justin Pugh and the Giants. I need big time this Sunday, if if they're even still in uniform. 301 230 More of your calls coming up. I know we're talking a lot. Uh, just hang in there. It's, the show's not always about phone calls. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, we've got to go back and forth here. Uh, we got to get to also something significant that happened last night, in case you were already sleeping. Ah, uh,
0: Good. No, after-
2: oh, wait, that's a tease. Good. Ah. Uh,
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike and the Mad Dog,
0: Sports Radio 60.
1: Uh, good How are we doing today? I was
0: pretty good.
2: Oh, baby. I just got the text. <sighs> that was one, one of the greatest intros of all time to any radio show. You're a really good sport. What? You just let the guy steal your name. Yeah. You talk about him a right. lot. I mean, I do. I mean, he is pretty famous. No, I mean, he went he, on Howard Stern's show this morning. All right, in case you have no idea what that's all about, you probably heard the story. Chris Dog Russo, SiriusXM, ESPN First Take, and MLB Network. He's got 14,000 jobs, okay? And he makes about $8 million a year, okay? And he stole my name. I just want to point that out. Anyway, he said on Monday on a SiriusXM radio show, which he's been wanting to quit forever, and his contract is coming up, I'll retire, I'll quit, if the Diamondbacks do what? I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. A, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. Floored. And I'll say this right now. Just uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games and win this series in seven games, if they win, I will I will retire on the spot. Oh. Oh. Wait a
3: second. I actually think it's extremely inappropriate that I'm here while this is happening. I, I honestly, no, I yeah.
2: actually think this is so the I reason why we did this. I think this is
3: extremely inappropriate that this is going on while I'm here. I mean, what would I know about? I, I don't know. What would I know about making proclamations about job security and the future? Know. of? What would I know
2: about I, that? I don't know. You know what I am disappointed about is that I didn't run into to this mistake. <laughs>
3: <sighs> oh <Woo! Anyway. laughs> I mean you don't even need to drop no more. I'm gonna just start doing it. i to say I mean you know what I, you I mean <laughs> I Anyway got that to say that. That's a whole camp. I can't even say nothing
2: You know what <laughs> anyway a- so So here's the, so he went on uh Howard Stern's show this morning How Okay because the this has blown up into some... Like, you and I make proclamations, and nobody cares, except for people here locally. Yeah. So, we went on Howard Stern's show this morning. You, you know that guy? Do you know who Howard Stern yes, is? Yes,
3: I know who Howard Stern is. He has my man Beetlejuice on there pretty regularly.
2: Okay. I'm just surprised you know who Howard Stern is.
3: <laughs> Matty Ice is trying to make his face yeah. look like Beetlejuice.
2: I, I'm just surprised you know who Howard Stern is. Oh. I mean, that's that's very impressive.
3: Matt, can you find a... For every time he tells a corny young person joke. I mean, yeah. that's just bad. That but was a anyway, bad one. But
2: anyway, so as he negotiated mm-hmm. on the show this morning, when he, after the game last night, after the Dimebacks won game six and seven in Philadelphia and, and, and ended the Philly season and advanced to the World Series, which is exactly contrary to what Mad Dog said, he said on social media, I'm quitting, I'm, I'm serious. Then he goes on XM. Howard Stern this morning, and he negotiates, apparently, this deal. Wearing a Diamondbacks bikini and walking through the streets of New York City wearing a sign that says, quote, I'm a douche, end quote. Mm. I mean, I, 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 That's according <laughs> to Jimmy Traynor, because I don't listen to Howard Stern very often, if ever. Okay, that's according to Jimmy Traynor. Now... After that, apparently, there was an update.
3: (laughs) Okay, I can't wait to hear this.
2: So doggy was more concerned, not about wearing a bikini in the middle of New York City, (laughs) more concerned about the sign saying, I'm a douche, and now it says, or will say, quote, I'm a liar and a dope, (laughs) end quote. Wow.
3: Um... For, for the folks out there who are potentially getting any ideas, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to put this to bed now.
2: You're not walking around in a bikini? Not for free.
3: No. I mean, y'all should have to pay me, man. To, for me to walk around in a
2: bikini, for this us guy? For have to look at you in yes. a bikini? I mean,
3: come on, man. I ain't even trying to toot my own horn. Beep, beep. but Boots with the furlough on Sunday. I mean, come on. Y'all know <laughs> what this is. Apple bottom jeans. I'm the youngest in charge. I mean, I am the most... Visually, of all of our hosts, there. I
2: mean, we're t- I mean, we're talking about bikini, like bikini brief bottoms, whatever, no shirt, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I to show off my y- chest tattoos. And you want money? Yes. For us to have to watch that? Yes, I, I think. For you to prance down half street?
3: I mean, it'd be more like a strut. You ever you, you remember Stacy Keebler? Oh yeah. Chris Russell? Who? I got the legs of Stacy
2: Keebler. I got some
3: great legs you on got me.
2: The legs so of Stacy Keibler. So if you Stacey put Keebler. me in a bikini the leg he just said i've got the legs of stacy Keebler. i'm who sorry you want legs, to make it more realistic who had legs that would i can't say <laughs> i mean
3: you want me to be more realistic more, legs like jacqueline i had i've mean, jacqueline taking crazy pills
2: uh,
3: pretty much yes yeah pretty much
2: um all right i, I
3: you're not a serious interview you're not serious today here's here's the deal people are suffering i'm sorry
2: well the people can just chill i I mean i i am as people friendly as i as i can possibly be you're so
3: easy to like bait
2: okay here's the deal you ever seen bait car okay would you like to see me in a bikini i don't
3: even think i need to answer that that's ridiculous i mean my name that would be a national crime
2: I mean, technically, I do have something in common with the Mad Dogs. Yeah,
3: you do. Uh, something very in common. I mean,
2: here's the thing. If he's going to quit radio, as I said immediately after the Diamondbacks extinguished Bryce in the Phillies last night, I want my damn name back! <laughs> I don't care about what sign he wears. I'm a, a dope. I'm a, a, a liar. A, another D word. Uh, whatever. I don't care. I want my name back. Don't I didn't you, choose this stupid name to begin with. Don't you
3: think it would be counterintuitive at this point to get your name back after you've already established yourself as Chris Russell? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. No. Okay. Well, if, if that's
2: okay. I want my damn name back. I use no. it in my real life. I want my damn name back.
3: I honestly. And yeah, I want to
2: start every show I think the that, way Mad Dog used to start the shows yeah. on FAN, and he still does it on SiriusXM, although it's a little bit different, muted, different music, different mm. jingle, whatever. It's like Bruce Springsteen's Radio Nowhere and all that stuff. You know, and he's I, I mean, I want to start every show. Like, I want to be out of my seat. I want to yell. I want to scream. I want to go crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? I just
2: want to completely mimic his success, and then I want to cash my $8 million paycheck.
3: I have a question. Yes. I got to scroll back up on Twitter so I can rejog my memory. I hate to go back to the Commanders. No, I don't. But we've only talked about them being sellers at the deadline. At 3 and 4, shouldn't
2: we be having conversations about them being buyers? No. Because that's not what they are. They are not. They are who contenders. They, were. they are who we thought they were. I understand. They're not contenders. You only because buy. Because when I see a name like Patrick o-
3: Sartan on the market, you like, only that's juicy. Buy. Yeah. That's great. somebody that's going to be here long term. You only for buy. For this group and
2: the next group. You only buy if you are contenders. They are not contenders. Well,
3: Period. the Minnesota Vikings are at three and four as a team that Again, a lot of people feel like should be buying.
2: They are contenders they are three now. And four. Because they are on the upswing. There's differences and nuances okay. to three and four. Just like there's differences and nuances to everything. Time for a quick trending alert, and then uh, uh, we'll try and get as many of your calls in uh, as we can. I know so we got a lot it's of content. Guys. So, what's
3: the season opener tonight? We haven't touched, talked any round I know, ball. Recently. I know
2: the Wizards. Oh, we still got to get to them. I mean, we touched on it a little bit.
3: But. I'm trying to really grab them. All right, let's let's do the trending alert.
2: All right, the Wizards are in Indianapolis, 7 o'clock, the tip, 6.45, the pregame coverage right here on your flagship station for the Washington Wizards, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. You can check it out tonight as Bilal Kulabali makes his NBA debut and Jordan Poole makes his Wizards debut. If you missed our great interview, our great interview, and I mean great interview with Corey Kispert yesterday. It's available for you right now at team 980com in the podcast section. Maddie's got it all isolated or on the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, the NBA as a whole gets going tonight after last night's season open, including Kristaps Porzingis and the Boston Celtics at MSG against the New York Knicks. And apparently, James... What's his name? James... James Harden? What? Uh, James... Uh, James Pan in the ass, Yeah, he has reported back to the Philadelphia 76ers and apparently plans on playing for them tomorrow night. And they just wish he would just go away. The Capitals are up the uh, road in Newark tonight at Prudential Center against the New Jersey Devils after dropping one to the Toronto Maple Leafs last night. The Devs 3-1-1. and Josh Harris owned New Jersey Devils. That action on 106.7 The Fan beginning at 7.30. And that's what's trending. the fame song of one now <coughs> see what i did there i hit the post although you obliterated it by coughing into the microphone i'm sorry that's right um before we get back to the calls and we'll squeeze in as many as we can guys i i, I understand i i love y'all i just can't you know we get we got to do other things than just take calls okay um so he, here's here's the one thing that I, i'll ask you you're a big wizards guy i mean i i love the wizards too i i mean it Like, the Caps are more my passion. I'm a huge Uh, Wizards fan. But I'm into the Wizards, okay? I can't wait to watch this game, see how they look, whatever. That's just one game. You should not judge anything by one game, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Are the Wizards as bad as the national media thinks they are? Ah, can't wait. Or are they better than they should be, ultimately, in terms of they might actually win too many games?
3: Well, if you're talking about the national media, there's a couple of different outlets that I have a real issue with and take umbrage in how they talk about my team. The Ringer, just completely disrespectful to Washington. Mm -hmm. Zach Lowe of ESPN, just completely dismissive to Washington.
2: Wait, but I thought all these guys were geniuses.
3: (sighs) Maybe I'm the real genius. Chris Russo. I mean, Chris Russell. Sorry. Um, Look, I'll I'll say this about Washington and their outlook for this season in particular. I think... They have an op- a couple of different guys on this roster have a really big opportunity for the first time in their career. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be Jordan Poole is really the guy I'm talking about the most. Mm-hmm. This is going to be Jordan Poole's first time being an alpha on a basketball mm-hmm. team. Based on everything you hear coming out of that building, they are floored in really taking it back at how good of a leader he is. Right. And it's when you're his age. Leading comes in different shapes and forms. I don't even think he's the big rah rah leader. He's a mm-hmm. guy that's going to show you by the amount of work that he puts in. That's something that I know people are raving
2: about. And Kispert said his communication skills are unbelievable. are awesome because awesome.
3: He, he can he, he, because I mean, of he his can background chirp. he can chirp. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin, people. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy that has been around all types of ethnicities and nationalities. He can he's a chameleon. He knows how he knows who to pat on the back and who to kick in the ass. I think right. I think he is so dynamic as a score that the national media looks at it as a bad thing. I don't. He's going to have the greenest light of all green lights. He had 41 and 27 minutes against a very good Tom Thibodeau-led New York Knicks defense the other night. Now, granted, against Toronto, who has a lot more length and size, mm-hmm. he was bothered a little bit. I think that'll be the story for the Wizards this year. Mm-hmm. They will beat the teams that aren't going to suffocate them with their length. Now, if you look at the landscape of the NBA, a lot of teams are built in that more
2: Athletic length.
3: Right. The Raptors just happen to be super good at it. I think mm-hmm. the Knicks are a really good defensive team. But there aren't a bunch of good defensive teams. There will be games that Washington can get over and get off against. Their win total is set at 24.5.
2: Mm-hmm. I think they'll smash that. I, th- I-, I think they're going to be... Smash might be strong. I think they'll eclipse it easily. I, I think they will
3: flirt. With the play in tournament, I'm pulling up the standings from last year, right? Yeah. To, uh, to qualify for the play in tournament, yeah, I believe they take one through 10.
2: Right, they you,
3: do. You, and then the 10 seed. I mean, C- you
2: probably need about 38 wins minimum. Last year. I don't year, think they get there, but the,
3: I. In I, the Eastern I, Conference, the Raptors were the last play in team. Mm-hmm. They had 41 wins.
2: Okay.
3: Now, 41 and 41, 500 is. I, I don't think it's completely ridiculous for this group. The only issue I have in terms of roster construction is they're kind of showing you they're tanking by what they're doing in the front court. Danilo Gallinari
2: should not be seeing minutes at the center spot. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: that's, like, come on.
2: They do not have a legitimate backup center they option. They don't, because Mike Gafford, is a four. And Gafford, when he gets into foul trouble, <laughs> and we already know he's limited <laughs> offensively, yes. but when Gafford gets into foul trouble, they are going to be exposed big time.
3: Yeah, they are. I'm wondering, another, the unsung hero. I mean, they'll play hero. small, right? Yes. The unsung hero of the deal, though, uh, with Golden State, it's the two young guys that they Baldwin. got back, and Ryan Rollins and, and Patrick right. Baldwin Jr. But now,
2: Baldwin's not a center, right? He's not a center, I mean, but he's somebody I mean, he that can, can play minutes at the four. four right? he,
3: could da- he could darn sure play minutes right. at the four, like right. a healthy amount of minutes. Right. I think he's a really good player. That's kind of like their issue. Right. They, they don't have size. And Daniel Gafford, I love the landlord, good dude. I actually like have like a mini personal relationship with him. He's very nice mm-hmm. to me. I just don't know... If
2: he's your like, are you clear and him growing down like you and Chase are, or, or, or are, 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 well, are, are you are you a gaff gaff sexual? a
3: gaff sexual. No, I just am a big fan of the landlord man. But no, I all Washington's issues exist. I
2: had to <laughs> all Washington's <laughs> Matt, issues. I had to try <laughs> exist in
3: the front court. I think the guard play will be really good. <laughs> They're going to play with a lot more tempo and a lot more pace, which I know Corey uh, Kispert and you all discussed. Right, it's just. Playing that style of ball is cool. You're gonna live by the three and die by the three. Yeah, that's what I think this group will be. Kispert can certainly shoot the three. Oh, he can three. stroke it. He's got to um, be able to defend. I mean, and I, I think he's well, well yeah, aware of that.
2: Right. And obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to like not do a hard, you know, like a hard charging interview. I, I mean, the guy's nice enough to come on. He's right. driving. You know, whatever. I mean, we all know that Kispert. If if he has a shortcoming right now, th- that he's got to get better on that end. Mm-hmm. It, does it worry you that Johnny Davis is already hurt? No. do not worry you at all. Because he did come on and show some signs of life down the stretch last year.
3: Yes, he did. I, I was one of the only people that felt like I don't even want to say I was defending him because I understand where people's frustrations came from with mm-hmm. Johnny Davis. He's a first-round pick that isn't contributing, yeah. right? Like that point blank. We've never
2: heard that before.
3: We've Never. Not in this town.
2: I mean, I, I mean, instantly draft picks are expected to be like Hall of Famers. The NBA and his,
3: his offseason last year was just so different, man. Like Coming into it, he had a baby Mm -hmm. right before summer league. The pre-draft process, you're on planes flying around everywhere, and then all of a sudden you got to go play basketball. He was hurt. He had to work his way back from that. His time down in the G League I think really helped his confidence. You saw that during the last six or seven games of the regular season – and I think you saw it in the preseason before he got hurt. He's a much more confident player.
2: Wait, you mean you can get better? Yes. With the course of time and working at it? Shooting and, guard and, and, isn't quarterback, Chris okay. Russell.
3: Shooting uh, guard I, is I, not quarterback, well, Chris Russell. I,
2: I mean, I'm just I'm just kind of talking about others uh, as well, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about others
1: as well. Wizards I,
3: do open up their season tonight. The Pacers are another really interesting case because they're long and yeah. young. Yeah. But I think Washington gets it tonight. And I think there will be a play-in team. Because I look at the teams. You, Detroit, so you, they're better than You think then.
2: they'll get... Like to forty ish wins. I think, they'll, I think
3: they'll hover between thirty seven and okay. forty.
2: I think I say thirty five max.
3: That's what they won last year with three twenty right. point per game score. But
2: this is a different thirty five if they get to thirty five this year. I agree with you. 100%. Different thirty five. All right. Um we We'll come back with dum-dum of the day And a little uh, debate about that uh, I, Again, sorry for everybody that we just couldn't get to I uh, just had a lot on our list that we wanted to get to While Linnell was here uh, We will wrap up the show next Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app
1: Oh wait, 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 wait Chris Russell, what
3: song is this? Oh, Chris Russell, you don't know this song? It's it's Lil Weezy. Oh, (laughs) can you can you say that again? Who is this? It's Lil Weezy. What what, what did Q the Fool say?
2: (laughs) It's already sold, baby. So I don't (laughs) remember. Yeah, it's it's funny that you bring that up. I I don't remember what that. That bit, that little drop that you love to play. Kill all fool the, said it's already sold. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, how, did I actually say that? Yeah, you did. What the hell was I saying? Uh, I, I was talking like Chinese or something no. like that.
3: You were talking rooster.
2: I, something. Uh, I mean, uh. the fool said it already sold.
3: <laughs> it's the what? way that your like words are broken up on it that I like, love. What
2: the hell Kill am I fool saying? Fool said it. It
3: already sold.
2: Like what am I saying here?
3: Can you play it again? I love this. This is my favorite drop. I got to let Anthony Haney Q hear this. Q the list.
2: fool said it already sold. What Someone the hell Anthony? am I talking about there? I, got, I don't I even gotta know. Get Anthony,
3: I got to get Anthony to hear that. Oh, okay. my Lord. Okay.
2: I don't even oh. know what I'm saying. I don't remember that at all. All of a sudden, it just started popping up. Q the fool said it already sold. <laughs> what the oh, hell am I doing? Matt. Thank you, Matt. What am I doing? I don't know. That what sounds am like I you had a stackers. I'm going to take the two-hour drive home because that's probably what it'll take me on a Wednesday. Uh, and I'm gonna try and figure out what the hell I was saying. Oh, but mean, now I
3: mean you get to go home after this, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't. So yeah. happens
2: with Why Y I C. Y A I C. Y
3: I. Young no. angry isn't it? Yeah.
2: yeah. Y-A-I-C. Y A I C. Play the big voice, God drive. All right. It's time.
1: <laughs> it's time for dum dumb of the day.
2: All right, so everybody knows that things aren't going the way they were hoping for in New Orleans with the Saints' offense. Some of that's Derek Carr. Some of that is uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, Carmichael. Um, Some of that might be other reasons. They just got Alvin Kamara back a couple of games ago, working him in. Chris Olave maybe not having the same type of year that he had last year. And then on Monday night, Chris Olave was popped for driving 70 miles per hour in a 35 mile per hour zone. Sounds like the smart thing to do, right? Sounds like the right thing to do.
3: Chris Olave was caught 75
2: in a 35. Yeah. Now, that is not why he's just getting dumb dumb of the day. Because he went on Twitter, X, bad idea, and said, quote, damn, crazy world. Second quote. Second tweet, X, whatever. They couldn't wait to try to tear me down and bash me. That's real. When talking about people on social media. Yes. And I guess the media in general. Yes. And here's the thing that I would say. Listen, I understand everybody's brought up a different way. Everybody has different unique experiences. You're a young man. You're a professional athlete. You're an NFL star receiver. You got to know you can't drive 70 in a 35. And you also got to know nobody, nobody is going to advocate for your behavior. Now, maybe they don't have to rip you to shreds, but nobody is going to advocate for your behavior. For you to be so surprised and so bummed out and so disappointed that people were quote unquote tearing you down and bashing is dumb Stupid and ignorant. So sorry, Chris Olave. Now you are. You're going to defend him.
3: Well, no, I'm only defending what people are ripping him for on Twitter. I don't know if you did. You see the
2: police body cam footage? That was the other part of this. Yeah. I didn't do that. But he said, "I play for I the play Saints." I played for the Saints, man. Right. He
3: said, but like the thing is, he clearly waited till the very end to say right. that. Like, think about it. When you're if you're in a situation with a cop, anyone's ever got a ticket, you know how long it takes for them to even do that. He yeah. got locked up and taken to jail. So he was probably dealing with this cop for 45 minutes. Well, probably. again,
2: first of all, he wasn't just speeding, he was recklessly, recklessly
3: driving. driving. So he probably had to take a sobriety test, mm-hmm. all that. At the end of it all, he goes, Damn, man, I play for the Saints. You know how many athletes are waiting to go pro to use that card when they get in trouble? I, I don't didn't blame ha- them.
2: I didn't have a major problem with
3: that. I- I People are ripping him to shreds talking about some. Who cares that he plays for the Saints? Whoa.
2: Is this real? Linnell just got distracted. Linnell just found Adam something.
3: Schefter just gave us a bomb. Brock Purdy oh. unlikely to play against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Oh. This is it concussion protocol?
2: Well, I mean, kind of played like he's. He played playing. like he already was concussed. Yeah. So now the San Francisco systems have to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll find out how good the system is. You're right. He is unlikely to play.
3: Denton Day asked us a brilliant question. He said, who wins in a race, Olave or Jamin?
2: Jamin, oh, in a car race. Well, I would would have to put my money on Jamin Davis because he he was going a buck 30. And
3: he's a NASCAR fan, so he knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah, Good he question, was going to buck yeah, thirty. Uh, all right, thank you, D Day. Appreciate it. Uh, I, again, I didn't have a problem with him using the Saints card because I
3: he better listen, use the Saints card, man. Black people, I, I don't even want to make people this a make race fun thing. of me
2: all the time. Don't you think I don't use my media badges as when well, you if got get, pulled over? If I got pulled over and say, "Officer, oh, I'm sorry, I'm running late." Didn't my you radio do show. that a couple of years uh, ago?
1: I can't remember. Did you have been pulled over. He's while been pulled on over
2: in interview. Oh, oh, yeah, oh well, yeah. Pulled over. I, yeah, I was still I did, a fan
3: but, of the station. Yeah, at yeah that but
2: that I, point. W- I wasn't like, hey, man, I work for 1067 The Fan. I was literally doing the interview, and the cop was yelling at me for doing the interview. I wasn't trying to use it as a trump card. Well, I'm saying Olave. County? Uh, no, it was here. It was right outside the bit, right behind the Capitol Skyline Motel. Hotel, whatever. It was right here. Chris Russell was at the motel. Hotel. I was in my car, you dingbat. (laughs) Listen, Olave can use whatever leverage he wants. Dude, don't get mad when people bash you upside the head. Yeah. You can't go double the speed limit. And unfortunately, we have people that just don't give a rat's ass about anybody but themselves. All right, that's going to do it. Enough yelling and screaming for us. Three hours is just simply not enough, especially when we missed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. Uh, We need to go back in our cages now. Uh, I'll be let out at 1 o'clock tomorrow when the DOC is in studio with us. When are you next let out?
3: I think they're keeping me on ice until game day.
2: All right, okay. During the Commander's Eagles affair at 1 o'clock, which I'll be watching in person. Will he be there on time? (laughs) Oh, yes, because it's a home game. and We actually know how to park cars at FedEx Field. Thanks to Matty Ice. On the other side of the glass, thanks to you. Sorry we didn't get to everybody. Call back tomorrow. Adios. Craig Hoffman next.